What's up, my man? I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right. You ready to start a little Bismack Boys? Oh, I'm hanging with the Bismack Boys. <laughs> Tits um, out for the Bismack Boys. <laughs> before we get started, I do want to say this podcast is sponsored by Mac Weldon. They make uh, the most comfortable uh, microbial underwear. Um, yeah. This is a big deal for us. Maybe we'll land a, a Casper mattress sponsorship at some point soon, but for now, we're just going to have to deal with the underwear. Yeah. Um, I'm not wearing any. Oh, risky. Ooh, I, <laughs> weirdly enough, I currently am not for the first time in years. I uh, physical therapy this morning, and then I forgot a pair of underwear to change into. Oh, uh, yes. Yes. So I free balled it in jeans at work today, and I got to tell you, it's liberating. It's like getting rid of John Wall in your fantasy roster. It just feels like it. It feels wrong, but then you do it, and you're like, oh, it feels so, so right. Yeah, see, I used to – it's just such a high-risk move for me now because as I've gotten <laughs> older and older, I'm more um, I'm more likely to shart than I used to be. But anyway, um, so the format for today, um, let's go through all the teams, kind of assess where they are, uh, what moves they have to make, what obstacles their owners have, uh, anything else. I think really reasonable. I think uh, if you have any, you know, roasts you want to sneak in there, obviously let's sneak yeah. those in there. Um, I was going to originally go in order of how many wizards are on each person's roster, but I feel like that's really only interesting <laughs> to me. So I think let's just start. Let's just start from uh, start from the bottom and work yeah. our way to the top. And uh, I think it's pretty obvious, record wise or otherwise. That Troy is pretty firm yeah. on the bottom. Um, I actually I played Troy last week, um, and starting Friday, I considered benching players because I no longer needed counting stats. <laughs> um, right, and you just wanted to like, win the turnover battle. Well, there was a there was a chance for me on Friday and Saturday to win nine zero, but I unfortunately only won eight one. Uh, but I think my favorite part about this team is after he traded Kyle Lowry and Enos Cantor. Uh, which are both game-changing moves for their owners. Um, he doesn't really have any other moves to make other than trade his best player, which right now is Jaleel, Jaleel, Jaleel Okafor. Okafor. So, <laughs> um, so, you know, I think he, his season's basically done. Not a whole lot of trades to make, um, not a whole lot of waiver wire, and actually no owners meeting for Troy either. And – yeah, this is a, a new development that I am extremely well, upset about. Uh, I've made my my, you know, complaints very clear. Well, to I, everyone. I appreciate Troy pushing pushing really big for Phoenix and not showing up. And and Zach, you've you've bailed on an owners meeting before. What what's Troy? What's Troy in? For? Yeah. Look, uh, here's what's gonna happen, Troy. You're gonna ask to not be on the text chain while people are there, and you'll be on it, uh, regardless of how many times you try to mute it or remove yourself from it. Um, you'll get a couple of texts about a bus driver, um, expect plenty of, uh, of locker room talk, if you will, uh, which I think Troy is probably pretty familiar with. Um, yeah, no, it's, you know, it sucks. It sucks a lot. Uh, but you know, that's just a decision you got to well, live with. Troy's, Troy's team's hot garbage and he's not coming to the owner's meeting. So let's move on. Uh, what? There's, there's one more oh, thing yeah. I need to point out. Uh, John Wall was cut, I believe, by Eric's team. I'm yeah. not sure who had it. It was Eric. I think it was Eric. Yeah. And he was on waivers. And I, having, even though I'm in seventh, having, you know, my irrational love for this man, put in a $12 waiver claim. I figured, you know, $17 next year, 
not the end of the world. If he's on the Wizards, if he's not on the Wizards, doesn't really hurt me to do so, and I'll just st- stash him on my IR. Troy dropped forty dollars on John that. Wall. Means he has to keep him for forty-five, correct? Which is like what? Why? What? It doesn't make any sense. Well, you know, it's not like John John Wall ever gets hurt, um, and yeah. you know, he's just like a reliable uh, team player. You know, you know this. You've spent a lot of time with him. Yeah, at Rogue Bar, oh, it's been very yeah. fun. Um, all right. Well, looking at the next worst manager, I, I think it's got to be him. I, question, Zach. Who would you rather have as the GM of your team based on past performance in this league uh, and in the NBA? Adelaide or Ernie Grunfeld? That is honestly the hardest decision that I've ever had to make. I honestly – so here's the thing. I would say uh, I would say uh, Ernie, but Adelaide is so self-aware, whereas I truly believe that Ernie thinks he's a top 10 GM. Um, I think Adelaide knows what he doesn't know, yes. which is important. And what he doesn't know is how to he's, manage He's like the Howard team. Schultz of um, Bismack to the rack. Uh, great. Yeah. Uh, but, he, you know, looking at his team, he's got a bright future. Um, he'll probably get a bunch of uh, – He'll probably have more draft dollars than anyone and be a ninth place team again next year. So um, the next team, actually one, one thing uh, and one question, uh, I, I don't know if you guys saw, but Adelaide went to Utah to get a dog. And I wonder, can dogs be bred through the soaking method? <laughs> Is that I wish that I had had time to draft an actual response to that statement. Uh, I don't have one. Uh, But I will say that Uncle Jeff Green is Mm. on his team. And Uncle Jeff Green has been actually halfway decent this year. He's the perfect, like, ninth guy on your fantasy team if you're, like, a contender of, like, oh, he'll fill in some stats here and there. He's probably Adelaide's fifth best player, fourth best player. That's a problem. Well. I don't think Adelaide has much to worry about. He's got a couple couple veterans he could trade, um, but no one that's going to really change the uh, the landscape of the league. So um, next up is the league's tallest man. He's the only one that Ben. <laughs> he's the <laughs> he's I've never met him, um, and I'll be honest, he's kind of an enigma to me. And that's Kurt uh, with Mookie Blaylock uh, sitting in 12th place. So I think, and, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to put on my Alex Jones tinfoil mm-hmm. hat here. I think Kurt might actually be a Charlie Ryback. Burner cat? Wow. A, I think if we see some moves where Kurt starts dumping some guys and one team starts picking them up, I think we might know what's going on. I think this might be a Charlie burner. I don't know that. Yes. Well, um, there's only one way to find out. Um, And, you know, I've had trouble getting in touch with Kurt sometimes when I've wanted to offer him trades for Andre Drummond. Um, But I actually, um, I found Kurt's office number. So if you're trying to get in touch with Kurt uh, (laughs) at the Petty School, uh, that's 609-944-944. Seven five two eight, and yeah, just give him a ring, and uh, maybe he'll respond to trade requests. 
I mean, but highly, highly unlikely. unlikely. <laughs> um, but yeah, nothing really to say about Kurt's team. Um, they're really he's he he did one of those things where he gets all like the big centers who can't hit free throws because it's you know like oh I'm just gonna punt free throws, but um, you know you, you got to get to five five categories and and those, those guys just don't do it. Well, and it's odd too because he has one, two, three, four, five, six players in the oh. top one hundred. Um, which is not a great amount, but you know, he's got Clint Capella, he's got Jared Allen's been good, Malcolm Brogdon's good, Drummond just yeah. can't put it all together. Yeah, well, maybe holding on to Mo Bamba all season is probably uh, oh my god, he's got Mo Bamba for $11. Cool, <laughs> he's got Mo Bamba and Jonathan Isaac, and like we all know how well that's working out currently yeah. for Orlando, so it'll definitely work out yeah, for fantasy. I, I agree. Um, so next worst team, and and this is. You know, he, it, it frustrates me so much that his team is actually looks promising for the future. Um, and that's, and that's Ginsburg. Um, he's got somehow got De'Aaron Fox. Uh, he's got cat cheap. He's got Kelly Oubre. Um, and don't sleep on Michael Porter Jr. Who's been sitting in his injury slot all year. Uh, it's very, very frustrating, but you know, that's how it goes. Yeah, I mean, he's got a lot of pieces. Uh, you know, De'Aaron Fox, I, I'm going to issue a Mia Culpa. I traded him to Adelaide for $3 before the draft because I didn't yep. want to keep him. And that was a mistake. He's a great player. Uh, but he also plays for Sacramento, so he'll find a way to fuck it up. Um, and then, a- um, then Adelaide traded him, what, two like weeks later? Two weeks later, <laughs> drunk on an airplane. So uh, don't, don't drink and fly. <laughs> Also, Davis Bertans on his team has been, like, the number one player who's, like, I my finger has hovered over the pickup button for, like, a month and a half straight. Probably should have just done it. Uh, he's a little bit better than Gerald Green. I decided to keep Gerald Green. <laughs> that was a mistake. Um, but, you know, ben, will, ben, like, as the villain of the league, it's important that we not give him too much credit. Ben sucks. Give him a certain uh, Phoenix. Will do, but Ben is helping me – uh, fill up a U-Haul on Monday. So I'm going to, I'm going to stop saying mean things about Ben uh, and uh, appreciate his willingness to help me move. Thanks, Ben. Yeah. Yeah. Up next. Oh my God, Kevin. It's, you know, I know he's not making the playoffs, but it's the moment we've all been waiting for. It's uh, Jacob's team. <laughs> well, I recently just did a transaction with Jacob where I sent Jason Tatum to uh to him that you had traded me for Kevin Durant. Um and I feel good about it. Um and and honestly looking at Jacob's team, he's got some promising guys, but I don't know. Not no. very sexy. There's there's not a whole lot of sex appeal. Um I mean his t- his team is like his team is like the Raptors bench and that you're like okay like I yes. know these guys like they're I haven't really heard of them they're really good for some reason but like if you swap them out for the starters that team is going to finish in the bottom half of the well probably make the playoffs in the east but not in a great position uh, so- um but before before we get any further in this uh I need to talk about another transaction that you made with Jacob which was in our fantasy football league um you offered him uh, – let me see. You offered him Sony Michelle. Elite. Elite. 
Austin Hooper. White. And and who was the third piece of garbage that you offered him? Anyways, Jacob traded you Leonard Fournette, Gronk. Keenan Allen. And Keenan Allen. All three. For no cash next year. Just straight up. Well, um, I mean, Sony Michelle is a, an elite running back that's led his team to the Super Bowl. So, sure. However, let's also be clear that directly after Jacob made that trade, which clearly showed that he was giving up on the year and building for next year, he then traded for Drew Brees. Well, Jacob's Jacob's kind of um, J- Jacob's like the Alex Jones of this league. Um, He's the Heath Ledger Joker. <laughs> he just wants to watch the world yeah. burn. Yeah. Well, hopefully he doesn't overdose. Yeah. Well. You well, know, I hope he doesn't overdose in Phoenix because, as the Airbnb person, <laughs> um, I don't know. It, if if Jacob died in Phoenix in the apartment, it would be the third grossest Airbnb that we have um, been in. <laughs> and maybe we pivot pivot over to um, to. Uh, to someone who um, last year made his debut uh, for most of us meeting him uh, at at the Austin Fantasy Owners meeting. Um, He refuses to uh, respond to some trades, uh, trade offers, um, even though I was poking around for Jason Tatum to see if he was willing to take him. And that, that would be Joe and his formerly agreeable team. Um, what's there to say about Joe? I mean, I'm looking at his roster right now, and he has like eight dudes who are the exact same person, which is like Harrison Barnes, Andrew Wiggins, Jeff Teague. Like, these guys are like, oh, his team is all unrealized potential. Jeremy Lamb, Andrew Wiggins, Harrison Barnes, Jeff Teague, Aaron Gordon, Evan Fournier. Like it's just a it's just a long list of dudes who just like have are not yeah. that great. Um yeah, and also you're welcome for Andrew Wiggins. Well I think Andrew Wiggins had spent some time on my squad as well. So uh he'll have him for five dollars next year. And when he's when Andrew Wiggins is uh in a wizard's uniform, then God, don't don't put that hurt on me. Don't you do that. Uh the, the the one underrated part of Joe is when he does go to the fantasy owners meeting, he always stays at a hotel. He he uh, claims it's a work trip. And this year, I think we really need to take advantage of that um, and then and maybe kill a couple hookers. Yeah, absolutely. So also, how is how is this team in ninth and has like six guys in the top 60? This is insane. I think Joe might not be good at fantasy basketball. Oh, that. There it is. There's there's the run. Uh, um let's 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 go over to a little controversial owner. Um mm-hmm. he's he did not do power rankings last week. And right. um to call him an absentee owner would be one of the great compliments to him. Um, one of the great understatements of all time. Uh, and that's Charlie. That's Charlie Goals. Yeah, yeah, Charlie. Thanks, man. It's really chill that when I miss the power rankings, Jacob tells everyone that he heard me masturbating or that literally 10 people heard me masturbating. 
And when you don't do it, someone calls you Budget Charlie. Like, that's well, it. Well, I'll say this. Um, most of you guys met Charlie for the first time last year at the owner's meeting. Um, I've, I've known Charlie since 2012. Um, Obama first term. Um, and uh, he was the he was definitely the office bully. He actually, he got into a argument one time with a young woman and uh, offered to have a Texas sized dick measuring contest. <laughs> uh, he would, he would come to work hungover. Um, and his snack of choice was sardines. So he had a big canister of sardines on his desk that smelled like shit. That's the weirdest. That's the weirdest and then thing I've ever the, heard. The, 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 the thing that was, probably the most troubling is for hours at a hours <coughs> at a time he would remember that little bar in the center of union station it's called the it's called the center cafe he had oh, a yeah. uh, running tab there um and was an absolute regular um that yeah so it sad. is kind of sad so anyway well and i guess i guess the biggest roast that we could do of him is that He's so irrelevant that no one has anything to roast him on other yeah. than you. Yeah. Well, like you only roast the people you're close to, which is what I'm trying to tell myself when Jacob well, roasted me. Um, I, I don't know. I don't that's know if that that's fair. Um, like none of us knew Ben and we all hate him. So it's, it's, it's. Yeah, but that's true. But, but Ben came in hot, setting the world ablaze and telling us all and convincing you to get a tattoo of Zach Levine fair, on fair, your butt. So, or face, you know. or face. Um, so, so Charlie, yeah. um, you know, m- maybe be somebody, maybe be somebody you could be proud of. Yeah. Cause you know, if you're not that interested, uh, my friend Tim from the Chicago, uh, owners meeting is ready to join the league whenever, uh, whatever you want. I mean, he could literally, you could manage it and then just have the emails forward to him so that people would actually, we're, we're going to cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, before before we do the last half, Zach, this is stuff we'll cut. Uh, do you, have you looked into the cutting? Uh, no. So if this doesn't get cut, then here's what happens. <laughs> Shit. Uh, I think I can cut. Yeah, I think I yeah. Can cut. But if we can't, I'll, if we can't, I I know that I can add one really long bleep noise <laughs> or some air horns. <laughs> Well, just like some of this stuff, I'm just like, oh, all right, we're kind of dragging ass. Uh, yeah, yeah, Whatever. that's fine. Um, so um, we are at the the halfway point of the league. Um, Not quite. What do you mean? We're, oh, we're wait. at seven. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm an idiot. I thought you meant the playoff. No, cut. no. We're, yeah, you're right. We're, 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 we're unfortunately not, not really at the playoff cut because there's one more team uh, that – has pretty much given up. Um, they are about six games back of the playoffs, uh, but just traded their best player. Not their best player. One of their talented players in Jason Tatum. That'd be you. How do you feel about your team this year? Yeah. You went into the draft with uh, a decent amount of money, a bunch of great keepers, and a top three MVP candidate, Paul George. And once again, your team is hot garbage. Explain yourself. Well, okay, sure. Here's the thing. I hate basketball, and basketball sucks, and fantasy sports is stupid. And now that we have that out of the way, I have a chronic problem with the draft, which is that the second the number gets above, like, 40, I just panic and can't pull the trigger on buying an expensive player. Um, and so instead of spending, you know, the 60 to $80 that it would have taken to get one of those top 10 guys, I split that money across 
Mike Conley, Serge Ibaka, and um, Laurie Markkinen. So, you know, that's a bad way to manage a team. Uh, and I did it. And here's the thing. I'm not out of it. I am probably not going to make the playoffs, especially with the move that you've made in sixth. Um, but I'm – or I don't know if you're still in sixth. Sure. Whatever. Yeah. Anyways, Charlie's in sixth. Um, I'm not going to make the playoffs, and that's fine. I still like my team. Still got a lot of keepers. Still got Brad. I have three Wizards. So that, I mean, obviously I'm flirting with a final playoff spot because that's what the Wizards do. Um, but look, man, I get to root for Thomas Bryant and Trey Burke every night. <laughs> who, who wouldn't want that? Hmm. Um, you know. In hindsight, keeping Dario Saric for $17 was a mistake. Yeah. Um, but I do think but, it should be noted for teams that are still interested. I mean, it looks like you're going to compete for a little bit. Um but, you know, Mike Conley, are you, you know, are you going to keep him for 29 next year? Farian. I got pieces to move. I got Mike Conley. I got I, Ben Simmons is available if anyone wants him. Uh, no one's reached why don't out. We, why don't we cut that part and I will make an offer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I totally forgot. Yeah, yeah. Thing, oh, so shit. Oh, okay, be, okay. Yeah. Um, all right. So going to sixth place, this is the beginning of the playoff um, 4A. Uh, and that would be our commissioner, uh, Charlie Ryback. Uh, Charles. Charlie, you know, he doesn't get enough shit for how bad of a commissioner he is. It's unbelievable. You know, we, we voted on a trade deadline, and he blames Yahoo for not being able to institute it. He uh, paid off the referees to have – that be a no call in the New Orleans game. The New Orleans are yep. Yep. Uh did you did you by the way, did you know that when he made that poll um to ask people if they wanted New Orleans or Phoenix, he did not set the amount of times that you could mm-hmm. vote. Um and I firmly believe that only two people voted for Phoenix, but somebody voted seven times. Um because there's no reason why anybody would pick Phoenix over the city of New Orleans. And that's a whole different story. But I blame Charlie it's for fair. that. He he runs he runs our league like um, governors run Florida, <laughs> which is not well. Well, uh, that's that's fair. Uh, now Charlie just made the one thing I wanted to bring up about Charlie's team is the trade that he just made, um, where he got Darren Collison. He gave up thirty five dollars and a handful of meh players for Darren Collison. Al Horford and Chris Paul. Um, and if you compare this to the moves made for Durant or for Anthony Davis before he got hurt or, um, you know, a slew of other moves that the top four or five teams have made, is, is Chris Paul going to stay healthy? Is, is Al Horford going to play? I mean, <laughs> no, no to, all, no to everything yeah. you're about to this, say. This, this trade makes no sense. And if that's how you're going to blow your load um, to make a move, you should be ashamed of yourself. Well, and one little fun fact before we move on to the next team, Charlie was actually named after uh, Charlie Kirk, <laughs> the uh, alt-right founder of Turning Point USA. Um, RT was just a really, really big fan of uh, everything that Charlie Kirk had to say. And, and I think he'd be proud of the way that Charlie's grown up. Uh, yeah, actually – you know, if, if you see Charlie in the next couple of weeks, um, he has uh, actually taken a new job 
he'll be doing the um he'll be doing the digital uh the digital uh, advertising for the uh campaign of Michael Avenatti. So congratulations Charlie. <laughs> We're super proud of you and uh yeah, let's move on to the next team. Oh, so I didn't realize that the Ben Shapiro job yeah. fell through. You know, let's it's not well, let's it's not it's not nice to talk about people's work places. Yeah. Facts Troy, don't care. Troy, Troy, don't making, care about making fun of Max for being a federal worker is not is not a kind thing to do. But we'll get to that later. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's jump into the fifth place team. It is your boy. Yeah, Kevin, Kevin College. Hey, how are you? Kevin, you've got a you got a sexy did... team. You wore me down uh on the Jason Tatum trade for about a year and a half. <laughs> Kevin um, for I gave you yeah, I gave you an exclusive window because I knew how much you loved him. You owned three Tatum jerseys. Yes. And uh, I figured, you know, if he was going to go, he should go to a, a good home. Little do I know that a week later, to Jacob. Trade him. But to Jacob. To Jacob. <laughs> Who's like. Yeah, but Jacob has no allegiance to anything other than chaos and yeah. death. Well, I, did, I will say I did feel bad about it, sort of. Um, but if you're going to give up, if I'm going to give up one of my favorite players. Uh, getting Kevin Durant. I mean, yeah, makes sense. So it's it's sort of like when the Wizards cleared cap space to get yes. Kevin Durant, and then yes. he came to Golden yes. State. Um, what is interesting is uh, this is the first time that um, Russell Westbrook, James Harden, and Kevin Durant have ever been on the same basketball. Oh wait, no, they were on the same team. Oh, All right. Yes, right. very fun. Um, so I, no, I feel good about my team. Uh, I can compete with anybody. Um, and you know, it'll be interesting. Uh, it'll be interesting going down the stretch. Um, and well, so, so here's the thing, Kevin, I have Serge Ibaka if you want him and then you could maybe, I think Nick Collison's (laughs) still available. If you want to just like do the whole go all the way. If you can get your hands on Nick Collison, I will give you whatever remaining dollars I have for Serge. Perfect. That is Sounds a deal. Good. Um, I will say this. Uh, I've been very, up until about three weeks ago, eh, maybe four weeks ago, I was very nervous about the Zach Levine All-Star. Yeah. And as well you should have been. He was playing out of his mind. Um, but, you know, one, I don't think it's going to happen this year. And, uh, you know, after he spent some time on the Bulls Leadership Council – you know, it, it could it could very he could very well be an all star next year. And when we do our Milwaukee February owners meeting in twenty twenty, um, it'll you know I could be getting a tattoo. So that's that doesn't make me feel great. Uh, well, if that's the case, I will be in for the Milwaukee great. owners meeting. Uh, or I'll find a last minute excuse. Yeah. either way, he'll probably bail, but that's okay. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah, that's fine. So uh, congratulations uh, to our fourth, uh, our fourth place owner, and that's Max Greenblum, who, after a month of skiing and getting high throughout the West, he aren't those two the same thing? <laughs> yeah. Am I right? That's a cocaine joke, baby. He is back to work, and the government's no longer shut down. You know what? Just for that, Max, I'm going to put a second snooze in. <laughs> Hang on, give me one second, and it's yeah, this in. Uh, podcast uh, is also brought to you by Skull. <laughs> Camel Snooze, oh, how sorry. dare you? 
I'm uh, <laughs> very loyal with my brand. I will say with Max, uh, I don't think there's been a has he, he's made the playoffs every he time, has. right? And he, he on, I mean, if you're gonna if you're gonna knock out any team and make the playoffs, it's probably uh, it's probably Max. Yeah, but here's the thing. Max, it, it, it takes an incredible level of dedication to make the playoffs every year in this league, the way to manage a team and whatever. And it's clear that Max has quite literally fuck all else to do. <laughs> and, you know, I mean, I think that man watches League Pass more than he goes to work, and that's fine. That's cool. Other, other of us have, you know, things that we want to do. But, you know, yeah. do you. Yeah, and he's following his dreams. He, you know, ever since he was a young uh young boy in Austin I think he wanted to work in Donald Trump's administration so yeah uh life lifelong lifelong yes congratulations um let's go to number three and I actually have some some breaking news and um so there have been rumors floating around that Simon our third place owner was in fact not going to have his penis snipped. Um, it was, as many of you know, Simon's converting, uh, and Lahayim. he, when he entered the uh, Austin owners meeting dinner, um, before he even sat down, he announced to a group of mostly strangers that he had to get circumcised again um, in front of an entire, and uh, in, in front of an entire temple. Um, and then recently they changed rabbis and he, it didn't seem like they were going to require him to get his penis bled. Uh, so he specifically requested it. So now it's back on, <laughs> it's back on. Yeah. And so um, we'll be sending out invites shortly, but there'll be a, a tailgate out, outside the Ben Hymen uh, synagogue in Beverly Hills. And we're super excited to uh, to tailgate that and, and black out. Um, so here's the thing. I was planning on visiting. So my brother lives out in L.A. Uh, and I was planning on visiting him sometime in the mm-hmm. spring. Uh, but I couldn't really lock down a weekend that made sense. And now I know which weekend it's going to be. It's whatever weekend Simon gets his dick yeah. cut um, ex- the, the one thing that will be different is Simon no longer has to uh, be – uh, cut again in front of the entire temple. It'll just be him and the rabbi. Um, which, as is that better or I, worse? You know, I don't know. Um, I <laughs> raised Catholic, and being alone with your dick out with a man of the of the of the religion is, is not is that something we encourage. But uh, well, yeah, you know, I'm I'm proud of him. Um, also, fun fact that I discovered uh, a couple of years ago, which is the fucking weirdest thing in the world, is that of my, like, ten closest friends from high school, I am the only one who's circumcised, which is fucking what? weird. I'm sorry. It's weird. Actually, maybe we should send out a poll. Who... Yeah. Moving on. Yeah. If you, if you, <laughs> if you, if you think Jacob is not going to rig that poll, you're fucking yeah. high. Well, maybe I am. All right. Moving on to the only doctor in this godforsaken league. Dr. Fox, Eric Jr. Still hasn't been able to fix my knee or confirm that my diagnosis is real. So, like, is he even a real doctor? Um, he, hasn't, he also hasn't been to an owner's meeting. 
since uh, Philadelphia. So since it was in his city, his city, and he he hosted with um, the Turtle Lord. (laughs) (laughs) We did. So um, Eric Eric's team's actually pretty solid. Um, You know, I think it it sure helps to play in the East, where uh, only one and a half teams are competing. So, um, you know, good for Eric. Um, yeah, I mean, like he's got he's got a bunch of players. That's the thing about this team is that he, obviously he has you know Joel Embiid, but and you know, but he's got like the NBA equivalent of just like the best third guy on every team. He, um, like Batum, Bledsoe, D'Angelo Russell's playing out Jay of his Crowd. mind. Covington, Crowder. Dwayne Dedman, uh, like those are all guys who there's not a single team in the NBA that would be like, I don't want that guy on my team. Uh, and none of them are particularly sexy, but they're all just like crushing it. And it's yeah. very upsetting. Well, you know, um, Eric's pretty much got a, a easy path to the two seed because of the way we do divisions in this fucking terrible league. But, um, you know, good for him. We're excited for him to, be at this year's owners meeting. Um, Eric, don't bail. Yeah, and I also, can I, I just want to go back quickly. I realized that I could have just edited this back in, but I actually don't know how to do that. Uh, Charlie Goals has made three total moves. That's fucking insane. <laughs> three. Three total moves. Uh, and Joe, or actually Joe is real. Kurt is the one I said isn't real. Joe's only made five. Well, they've got really good teams. Yeah, you just don't well, you don't mess and with chemistry. Training. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's move on to our number one team. Um, <laughs> you know, to manage to manage having a child, and uh, and you know, winning a league that's a that's a tough balance. Yeah, you know, it was weird the first time that uh, Leo brought his baby into the Google Hangout uh, of our of our NBA draft, but I think I'm okay with it. I think, yeah, I think I'm okay with fatherhood. Um, and I have an announcement to make. Uh Oh, I, I had nothing. I got nothing. Cut this out. (laughs) Let's put it this way. Having his baby in there was certainly a lot more enjoyable than Troy high eating pita (laughs) chips. So, you know, thank you for that. Um, here's the thing. I look at this roster though. And like it doesn't look better necessarily than the the number two and three and maybe even four teams. He just yep. keeps winning. You know, I I've got uh, I've got Leo this week, and it is going to be a barn burner. He's just I mean, all of his guys score, all of his guys shoot threes. They all rack up assist numbers, um, and then he's got somehow Javale McGee is a top seventy player. So. Um, you know, JaVale McGee used to live in my apartment complex, so I feel a, a fine uh, a kinship with him. Um, and it's just it's just great to see him succeed. It's funny because there's like the JaVale McGee Lakers. Yes, totally. JaVale McGee Wizards. There's an entire series of YouTube videos of just compilations of him dribbling a ball off of his foot or falling down at half court. And, you know, I mean, that's a perfect summation of being a Wizards fan. It's also I've been I've been looking over Leo's team about you know trying to make a trade trying to give him one of my guys who I'm not necessarily going to keep, um, and he's got 
three really sexy keepers that mm-hmm. I want. Uh, and there's absolutely no way he's going to trade any of them because they're crushing it this year. One of whom is Luka Doncic, who I'd trade like my left nut and kidney for. Um, and I don't do think I'm going to get him. Do you, do you still have Dirk on your roster? I know. I wish that I could have done a, a Dirk for Doncic straight up. Um, but yeah. it's not going to happen. Um, well, you know, the, there's still much, despite the league being down to just pretty much six and a half, seven teams that are competing for the playoffs, it really is anybody's game. So, uh, you know, I think, I think we should, uh, it'll be an exciting last half of the season and trade deadline and owners meeting. So with that, Zach, anything else you want to add? Uh, yeah, Charlie, if you've made it this far, um, set your roster tonight, bud. Uh, um, sorry for picking on you so much, but I'm not at all sorry. And on the last note, I fucking hate all of you guys. I hate all of you passionately. I, I hate that I'm in this league. I'm just literally lighting a hundred or $125 on fire every year. Fuck this. Uh, but I love you. And all thanks right. For listening. And, uh, we'll be back next week, uh, with Bizback boys. Yeah, maybe it'll be 25 minutes shorter. <laughs> All right. All right, Kevin, No, 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 no.